Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, chilling with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Going to try and get this episode out on time this time. I was a little bit late on Friday because I decided to edit it late on Friday instead of Thursday night like I normally do because I uh, got lazy. I don't know. Um, so we have so much. We're going to hop right into it because uh, it's just we, we literally I've been trying to do better about our agendas to help Tim out because Tim's been doing the agendas, but he's busy working. So I've just been throwing stuff up there. So I am going to uh, bounce around a little bit, Tim. So just run with it um, because some stuff got added on that was, you know, so we got a bunch of Halo news to start off with because legitimately almost there's like five different things in here who was it was like, oh, there's a rumor about this. And then basically the people come out and confirm it because they're like, what are we going to do? So Halo Infinite had a bunch of like, stuff. Like a calm, uh, one of those cons that came yes. out today or something. Yes, there was. But the thing was is there were things were leaking beforehand and people were like, wait, what? It's not even active yet kind of thing. So. Um, the first thing we have from Halo is that it, Halo Infinite will release without campaign co-op and Forge at re, at launch. So that just tells me they're not happy with that portion of the game. Hopefully it's more refined than what I saw from the beta, but we're going to see. Or they didn't call it beta, they called it something else. What's, what's, the, what's the Forge? I don't know 100%. I believe, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Okay, let me let just, me look it up. I'll, I'll talk just, about it while. But okay. so... So we had the news of that. I'm going to look up Forge for Tim. But we also had the news. There was a leak. And there was like, oh, it it's going to release in December. That's what the leak was. We think there's numerous sources. So uh, they were like, oh, okay, then, yeah, it's coming out in, in December 8th. So it was very, very short-lived. So it says Forge is a game mode in Halo 3, Halo Reach, Halo 4, Halo 2 Anniversary, and Halo 5. It allows for both pl- pl- for both playing and editing multiplayer maps. Oh, okay. So that's kind of cool. So it's a game mode really released in Halo 3 designed by Bungie Doll players who can customize, save, and share maps for custom games. Okay. That's cool. So, so it's basically like how we play those, those games on PGA 2K21 where they do the custom courses. Uh, so that's all the, that's what we've had from Halo, but it was a lot all at once. And I do know they had the game con, but nobody was expecting too much. Cause a lot of people said they weren't going to it. So a lot of play people have just been releasing information through representatives at the game con to say something about it. So, um, Tim may have to get on Halo with the PC and play. That is why I got the series S. Um, also, if you guys may notice things that might be a little bit different on our stream, because I did upgrade my internet. So my, um, I don't know if you can tell Tim, but you're much clearer 24 seven. Now, um, I got Verizon high speed internet, the five G cause it's the exact same price as my current internet and it has double the speed. So thank you. Um, T-Mobile, sorry, T-Mobile internet. Thank you. T-Mobile. Um, I greatly appreciate it. Um, the next thing. I thought was amazing. People did hate this. Uh, so CM Punk, those of you that don't know him, he was a wrestler that was big in uh, WWE. Um, he had a lot of controversial things when he left because um, his wife is actually, I believe, the basis for that uh, Fighting With My Family movie. I think that's his, uh, his his wife's page, I believe it is. And um, 
So he debuted on AEW, and the big thing right before he left WWE was he he made the joke like they kind of knew that he was leaving, and he made the joke of I want you guys to bring back WWE ice cream, and so it was this big old thing. Well, what does he do when he returns to AEW? He literally has CM Punk ice cream given out to people as they leave the arena. Like that's next level. Um, AEW did release a thing afterwards saying he's uh, I'm back. Uh, so I was like, that's pretty awesome. So he is back 100%. I'm excited for that. Tim doesn't watch wrestling, so it is, you know. Um, next, we have Toys R Us coming back. And it'll be a, coming back in the way of being inside of 400 Macy's stores. Now, do you think they're taking a cue from the Disney idea of putting them in Target? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, because I mean, the Toys R Us is so nostalgic. Um, and it's like when Circuit City went under, but they still had stores in Canada, and you could still buy like physical stores in Canada, and you could still buy online. Um, so I think with this is, um, you know, just to, like I said, exactly the same thing as from what Disney take a cue from it. Hey, you know, we probably have all of this stock still um, as far as, you know, back stock or whatnot. Let's throw them in these Macy's stores, see how, see how it goes and run from it from there. And it's perfect. It'll probably come right before the holiday season. So even if it doesn't do that well, they're still going to. Uh, move product yeah and i think that the big thing i learned um for those that don't know who gary v is uh, i can't pronounce his last name but um he had a great thing on one of his chats about how you, the, he, he did a thing about how he goes you know why uh toys r us failed and he goes they failed because they failed to keep up with the competition you can't they had no online presence he goes if i would have gone into that company i would have had online presence immediately because here's the thing not going to lie, the wife goes to Target and sees something, I can almost guarantee you she can get it for cheaper somewhere else. But guess what? She's at Target. She knows it's good quality. She's not going to worry about going somewhere else unless it's something she's specifically searching for. You know, that's what we're going to do. So fingers crossed it does well. I'm hoping Toys R Us comes back full steam and I can get my kids and stuff there because kind of bring back the nostalgia. Jeffrey does look a little bit different. Um, it's more cartoony. Um, I don't know if you're going to see him. Ironically enough, when we were shopping for baby stuff, we were at the Toys R Us because they were clearancing out all the baby stuff. So they had we bought a crib clearance price. It was dirt cheap, and it's great. It's one of those try ones, so it has the bed, then the railing, and then the flat, like the little kids' bed. And now we we have a different one. We put the crib up, but um, and Jeffrey was out still, even though they were shutting down. They were trotting out the the mascot, and I'm like, that's dedication. I even asked them. They go. Oh, our last day is this date, and they have us working until that date. They didn't cut anyone's hours. I'm like, well, that's that's kind of cool. So, thumbs up to them. Um, this one's kind of a quick one um, because it's no, it's a nothing burger. So they changed the name of Boba Fett ship from Slave One because they thought that was an inappropriate name to name it Fire Spray. It's based off a comic book like a, of a guild of bounty hunters that ties into our next topic of Star Wars Crimson, Crimson Rain. In that, in the comic book before, it deals with all the bounty hunters, and the fire spray is actually the model of the ship. It's called a fire spray thirty-one class, uh, fire spray thirty-one class patrol and attack craft, 
And basically, um, the reason why they said that it's, they think it's called Fire Spray now is because when Dangar and all the other bounty hunters are referring to their ship names, they refer to his as Fire Spray. So they kind of had that in the works for a while because it's a comic book. Um, but that was, did mention Star Wars Crimson Rain, which is gonna um, gonna focus on Kira, who was in um, the solo movies. Um, basically, her dealing with Vader, I believe. Not 100% sure, but it is following Kira after the Bounty Hunter saga. So it's a trilogy in comic book sets. Um, it's different because I thought it was a book at first, but then they're like, no, it's it's comic books. So uh, I'm excited for that. I do love the comic books just because uh, the Star Wars ones have been great with Marvel doing a lot of stuff with it. So, um, Well, and it has a lot more pictures and less words for you, so it helps you out yes. with that. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, I run So this is actually, I'm going to switch up. I'm going to do my review after this one, but the new episodes of behind the attraction are coming to Disney plus. Is it yesterday or today? Well, today as we record it, but as we record, okay. Yesterday but or whenever, you know how that. I found out about this is because a podcast I listened, listened to Paget Brewster was on it. So, she legitimately is the person that does the voice for she's the narrator for it. So she was on another podcast and she goes, and she flat out said, I cannot go into details about what, what I, what, what it was. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird. I don't know why she just can't, but, um, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to binge watch them because I did finally watch, um, suicide, the, the suicide squad. I finally watched it. And so uh, I'm kind of catching up on stuff. But what I did watch, which I haven't watched the one today, I'm, I stay a week behind. Um, what if Marvel's What If? Well, was, well before you what? go on, I watched uh, Behind the Attractions. I actually did watch one today. Which one? We were watching dinner. Um, trams, trams, and so like anything that moves or something like that. So because uh, there's ten episodes out now, so five before, five today. Um, and it has the, the rest of them on there. I thought there was 12, but maybe there's only 10. Um, so I wanted to watch that one. That one was, it was good. Um, it doesn't go into, it's basically really heavy on the steam trains in the beginning, because that's what kind of got everything going. And Walt loved the steam trains, um, or just trains in general, and then rolled into, um, kind of on the back end heavy with the monorails, um, with everything that. You know, with it being the first um, daily operating monorail in the Western Hemisphere at Disney, uh, the one in Disneyland. So, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And I do it. know that if you do the runs where they used to have them, you used to be able to see where they stored and worked on the engines for the train and it, the trains. And it was pretty awesome seeing the setup they had there because it's pretty elaborate. Yeah, no, they got a full on roundhouse and, and everything. So. But, yeah, I'll probably be watching them, you know, one at a time until the weekend. And then whatever I haven't watched, we'll finish it on the uh, on the weekend. And the one I'm really curious um, to watch is the Disneyland Hotel one. So I, I like the history of that. Um, I was going to watch the table. I'm like, you know what? No, I want to watch the trains and watch the hotel one maybe later this weekend. Well, next week you'll have to give us a review of the th- series as a whole because that that'll be good to know. Um, I did watch Marvel's What If episode two, which was uh, basically T'Challa as Star Lord. 
um it was amazing they've been great so far it was very emotional on the end of it them you know dedicating it to the memory of chadwick boseman their friend and hero um i do know that there was a lot of you know because they were editing this after he passed so you know a lot of the a lot of the things have been basically like videos of guys saying like this is what it was probably like just editing this because you know the man's gone and but everyone if you're if you're a marvel fan these are canon so these um these are canon so basically whatever you see happens in a multiverse within the current marvel timeline that has been confirmed by kevin feig so if you want to basically catch up and know what's going on they do base some of the stuff off comics but so far i'm loving it you need to watch it um we do know that uh friday august 27th cruella will be streaming to all disney plus subscribers so the uh 60 is it 60 days they're doing it now i think um, uh yeah i think so that sounds about right yeah so um but I mean, basically it's one of those things is if you wait long enough it'll it'll be on there and you yeah it's, the premium it's access i'm not i'm not paying for anything i was gonna pay for black widow and then everything happened with black widow and i was like well i guess i'm kind of happy i didn't so uh the next topic we have is disney plus announces nautilus series inspired by Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea yeah, and that was just an, an announcement. Obviously, um, there was a, the book by Jules Verne, the uh, movie that Disney did, and then obviously the attraction, um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, with the submarines that um, then got redone to Finding Nemo. So um, it'll be cool to see how their, uh, their take um, on that, because it's kind of, um, well, the Jules Verne known for the steampunk um ways and everything like that so yeah well uh, well it sounds like it's going to be interesting and i know that um there are some like nautical themed stuff that disney would probably do really good with so fingers crossed with that um season three of umbrella academy is almost done according to um elliot page i i want to be correct with the pronouns and the name um, Elliot Page posted a uh, Instagram post, I think it was, and said that they are almost uh, almost a wrap. So that's exciting because I'm very excited for Umbrella Academy season three. To I mean, even with uh, playing into his uh, his transition from uh, you know being transgender, I want to see how they play that into the uh, the basically season because it's very it's very easy to be able to transition this no no problem at all because the the character he plays is one that's very diverse and different so fingers crossed on that that they do it right uh next we have so okay so it did come out but the day before the spider-man no way home teaser trailer teaser trailer came out it leaked and the reason why everyone says, oh, it leaked is because all of a sudden it was scrubbed from the Internet after the leak was on Twitter. So Marvel and Sony went out there and basically put their lawyers to work real quick and got it removed. And then they did, they dropped the teaser trailer the very next day. Did you watch the teaser trailer? 
it basically it was so Connor from Concon's Cantina. We talked about it today, and they did a very good job because Connor does not want to see the trailers because Shang Chi they ruined it. They basically they had a, a plot twist put into one of the trailers. You're like, why are you ruining this? This doesn't make any sense. So what I was thinking was, oh, you know what? Let me watch it because I'll tell Connor don't watch it, you know, and say, hey, this is why I think you won't like it. But what they did was is they put so many mixed up different scenes from different parts of the movie. There's no way you can really interpret 100% what's going on. There are theories out there that I won't discuss, but, you know, we're going to see what happens because the trailer looks amazing. I like what the idea that they're going with, and I like the fact that these movies feel much more tied into each other. So you're not doing a standalone film with, hey, look, there's a cameo from someone. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, look, Black Widow's walking across the screen in Iron Man 3. It's more about, oh, hey, look, this person plays a part in this one, and then it'll lead into their movie. So we have that. The next top thing, I thought that this was crazy, that Epic Gaming, they're the ones behind Fortnite, and um, they basically, they kind of have their own kind of platform. So they do all PC stuff for the most part, but then basically they're one of the they're one of the few ones that's been like, oh, we'll start on PC and then the, it makes it way to console. Well, they apparently offered Sony two hundred million dollars to get PlayStation games onto PC, and that's insane, two hundred million dollars, and they're losing money on on on. Fortnite and stuff like that. I mean, they do sell skins and all this stuff like that, but they're not like Call of Duty, where Call of Duty has, like, me and Tim figured out where if there was one you liked and you decided later on to buy it and you couldn't find it, you can find it one way or another. That's not the case with Fortnite. Fortnite has limited sets of stuff you can get, and once it's gone, it may come back, but you can't go through and find it. So that's a lot of money for them to pass up on. So I'm hopeful. That they do get some PlayStation games on PC because I think it'll help them with the Xbox community because everyone kind of hates on them for what they do. But we'll see what happens. Um, when's the last time you turned your PlayStation on? Since you did not since you got your PC, huh? Uh, no, when I ironed my shirts, I uh, watched Netflix on it in the other room. Okay, so that's all. No, it doesn't mean that's that's turning on the PlayStation. That's not playing any games. Well, yeah. I don't have. I can't. I don't play any games on it because I let my um, subscription go to play online. Obviously, I have the PC now, um, but yeah, it's basically Netflix, and half the time it's either got a system update or a Netflix update, and I gotta wait. Then I can finally watch something on it. But so basically, it's a nice um, Netflix machine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got mine on the bar, so I haven't turned it on in um, in uh, since I got my setup on in the inside. So right. yeah. Um, the next one I'm kind of excited for because Anthony Mackie has officially signed on for Captain America 4. Um, it, the, the timing of it's uh, suspicious to me. Like maybe they're going to tie into the Marvels or something. Like they're going to be trying to tie him into other movies. That's why they try to hurry up and get him signed on. I'm not 100% sure, but I get that feeling. Um so we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, I mean, well, he is so before because he was just in. Um, why am I blanking? What one was he in? He was in uh, the, Falcon uh, and Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's time to bring him over from the from the series onto the the big screen. Well, well, he, well spoiler alert: he turns into Captain America in that one. So, oh, yeah. So they want to roll him over, which is smart because he's he's the face. He in in the comic books, he is my favorite Captain America. He is in the um, uh, Secret Invasion. He's basically Sam. Sam Wilson is Captain America in the subway, helping everybody out. I love his character, so I want to see him in the works. Yeah. Um, an, an, another superhero who we have who was in the uh, Harley Quinn movie um, is Black Canary. Apparently, is getting her own film, and I, apparently they're super stoked about it. And they actually are having already people audition and do all this kind of stuff for it. That's one of the weird ones because. They they were wanting to do a second Harley Quinn movie, and I don't know what happened. I loved her in the new Suicide Squad movie. Apparently, they might be doing another Suicide Squad, and um, John Cena is going to have the Peacemaker series on HBO Max. So they are going head on into the DC universe. So I mean, we'll see we'll see what happens, how far they get with the Black Canary film. But I have a feeling they need to do it now. Uh, before you know anyone else signs on for something else, but this this next one, legitimately, I've been looking forward to talk about this since I saw this. Did you ever watch Cold Case Files on A and E? No, sir. That was on at my grandma's house all the time, and Bill Curtis was the main guy, and he'd always be like, at the end of it, he'd be walking down court steps, or he'd be in a courtroom talking, like he was the narrator. And then, mm-hmm. but you would see him. You would see him in the beginning and the end of the episode. He was like leading you in. Okay. He's coming back 15 years after it ended the show, and they're doing it again. And I was like, oh my gosh, they they basically they want to jump on this train. It's it's going to be amazing. I loved it. I love Bill Curtis. I love the show. Cold Case Files is one of my favorites. Besides, like the uh, um, 48 Hours. Well. Oh. Man, they got so many good shows on there. So Bill Curtis so, back, he's my dude. So has so basically it's been gone for fifteen years because I'm assuming yep. he didn't like leave before it was done with. No, nope, he cold. he he was on the end of it. They did he they did like a, a couple specials um the last year. It wasn't like a full season, I think. And yeah. then yeah. Well shoot. After you know, fifteen year hiatus, there's sure a lot of more cold cases that have come about. I mean, how many have we seen that got turned into Netflix specials and whatnot? So now uh, here, yeah. here you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the next thing, though, this one I was I didn't think so. Rumors have been that a Murphy has been wanting to get back into the comedy scene. They, I guess, he's been doing sets. Um, I guess after. His Saturday Night Live set, like he did like an after party set, like when they had the party there and he was killing it there, too. But Beverly Hills Cop 4 is a go at Netflix with Eddie Murphy returning as Axel Foley. Now, as to what capacity, we don't know. Um, what do you what do you think that what do you what do you think his role will be in it? I don't it, it could be I mean, it could be anything. It could be him as, you know, his last hurrah type deal. Um, it could be him training, uh, like a newer, younger guy. And he's oh, hey, I'm Axel Foley, and then at the end, he's kind of the, um, you know, they all think, oh, hey, you're washed up. You're just gonna 
um, you know, impart your wisdom on the new guy, but then it's actually him that, um, you know, saves the day or what. It, it could be anything um, on it. So, I mean, he did, you know, just did Coming to America uh, 2, you know, last year. Uh, so, well, it came out last year. Yeah, so, it I mean, came out last year. Yeah. You know, so he did that. I mean, that was, you know, comedic movie right there. Um, and like you said, kind of doing his sets and wanting to get back into it. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully they do it right. They do it well. And they don't use Eddie Murphy as a tagline and he's only in it for like 20 minutes. Right. Right. That That's yeah. what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm yeah. afraid of. Or who knows? He could be the captain. Um, I mean, he could be the captain or, I mean, in, in all reality, um, I, I I have a feeling he'll play a main character in it. And yeah. they might bring back what's his face, um, or uh, Judge Reinhold. I think they, they, I would, I would want Judge Reinhold to come back because yeah. you know he was in both of them too. So, yep. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. We can only wait and see. Um, yeah. And, I mean, the cool thing yeah. would be is, you know, if he's back in Detroit, back there, he's like a higher up now, kind of like a paper pusher or whatnot. Right. Something happens, and he's got it. You know, he reunites with. You know, Judge Reinhold, and it goes goes that way. Yeah, I mean, they so, could even be going on vacation somewhere, and then they right. both end up doing the Axel Foley thing somewhere else. Right? You know, no, hey, not, we not we meet up every year. We've been meeting up every year for the past twenty years. No, it'd be forty years almost. Yeah, be they'd be meeting up every year for like forty years, like, and they hang out. Whatever, we'll see. Yeah. Um, almost everything else is um going to be kind of positive except for this next one i didn't even know this was a thing until one of my discord groups told me hey if you see this person block them immediately um a bunch of twitch streamers will not be broadcasting on september 1st to protest hate raids and what people are doing is these these guys are getting all their friends in the numbers of like 60 to 100 people and they're raiding people and then they're posting you know, racist and all this kind of stuff in there. And what ends up happening is they basically try and get you banned. So if you have certain keywords pop up into your stream, Twitch can say, Nope, that's it. You're done. They shut your stream off. And that's a strike against you. So basically you're sitting there, you're trying to play your game and someone posts the N word. And now all of a sudden you have a strike against you and they cancel your stream. So they will not be streaming on September 1st to protest the hate raids. Um, I advise anyone who does stream, do not stream on that day. Don't try and get your clout or get your numbers up trying to, you know, capitalize off no one's streaming. So it's a basic thing of what's going on with that. And, you know, just be safe out there. And if you see anyone suspicious or anyone posting anything bad, just log off, go into their thing, block them, and hop back on. That's the safest way to do it. Um, that's so that's the, on September 1st of the day because that's, it's a Wednesday. It's a week. That's away. usually during the day. Wednesday is usually the peak of streaming viewership, I believe. Really? I mean, I would think, yeah. And it's also, I mean, but you also got to think they'll be able to track it easier because the month reset. So they'll be able to track the numbers better for September 1st for the first day of the month, too. That's true. I, I so mean, they'll I be able to see how much they lost because they, they know, they know how much money they lose when someone doesn't stream. It's, you know, it ain't, it ain't rocket science. They can see it a hundred percent. 
Yeah, I would just figure on the weekend, then you could hit like two and a half, you know, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Or whatnot, people don't but... stream that much. That's why my numbers go up on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays because the, the big time streamers don't stream as much. No, I know, but you're getting more, um, more, uh, days there instead of just one day, Wednesday. You know, you're hitting. Yeah, but if you're not streaming already on the weekend, it's not going to be a big impact. So I don't know. I don't know who any of the streamers are. I didn't look it up. I just didn't know that the hate raids were getting that bad because I have seen them. They've been they've been hitting small streamers a lot. So it's that's what sucks. So um, nothing better to do. Nope. And then we got two conflicting articles: one out yesterday, Tuesday, and then one out today. The first one said that it looks like Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, is going to be delayed till 2022. Then an article comes out today saying Venom 2 is now now has conflicting report. It may not be delayed. No idea what's going on. They've been releasing the trailers. I do know that there's been that these rumors have been starting for certain movies and shows because they're not showing like apparently a normal thing when you go to like a convention and they show you footage from a movie or a game or whatever they basically show you a usually about a 10 minute portion of whatever you're doing and 95 percent of these thing, things have not been getting shown more than two or three minutes so people are thinking oh they don't have enough done so we don't know anything about it we just know that there's been reports coming out i will share articles on our facebook page go to our link tree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash mocast what is it, gaming? Yeah, FOMOCAS Gaming. And it has all of our links there, but keep an eye on our Facebook page. We will share that stuff there when we figure out more about it. Um, quick one about Matrix 4. Uh, they did announce the title of it, which is going to be Ma- uh, Matrix Resurrections. And um, I know the one sad thing is I do not believe uh, what's-his-face, Lawrence Fishburne is going to be in it, so that's kind of sad, but uh, I am excited for Matrix 4, and hopefully with the new technology, it's going to look even better, because it was still pretty decent for the times. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we have some stuff that Tim added, that, that Tim gets the craziest stuff. A woman was arrested for throwing punches at guests who cut in line and spilled drink on her at Jurassic World Velocicoaster. What? Yeah, so it, so I saw that arc, I'm like, oh, wait, what? Did this just happen? Well, it was a soft opening, so this was a you know, uh, you know, a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah. And I mean, from the still that I saw, the still picture that I saw, I mean, she is straight up throwing punches. Um, so who knows, you know, if the person cut in line was going up to his up to his buddies accidentally, you know, and then she kind of like put her hand out, hey, don't go, hits the drink, drink spills on her, and then she just loses it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like a shoving match. I mean, she was, it looked like she was mid-punch, you know, getting ready to go after this guy. So, I mean, I don't know the circumstances, but it didn't say, obviously, if she was arrested, then it wasn't really something that provoked her or something that the guy said. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, you know, he was, quote-unquote, cutting in line. You know, she says something. And then he says something, you know, not appropriate. Um, and then she loses it because of that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think she just kind of lost it. So that was that was an interesting one to see. You never like seeing people uh, getting in fights and nothing like that in the park because you don't want kids to see that. But, I mean, 
Um, it happens. I don't know. Happening. <sighs> it happens. It happens in all of them. So, um, the patent platinum pass returns to Universal Studios Hollywood with price increase and express pass restrictions. Everyone is making adjustments to try and recuperate their money from different stuff. Um, hence, on the, the not this one, the next one, the Target is going to add the Disney stores to the shops to 160 more U.S. locations. Yeah, but they're not telling you they're closing like 400 locations. So yeah, uh, exactly. Every, they kept saying well, we're not closing the Disney stores to put them in Targets, and then well, bam. So like the one in Modesto is closing. The one in the Modesto is one of the ones closing. I'm well, very the, tempted to see if I can go buy some of the freaking animatronics from the window. Right. Well, and the original one in, uh, I think it was in Glendale. That one's yep. closing, the very first one. So if That one is at your, that one's already closed. Yeah, so if you're closing the original one, then, I mean, it's just a matter of time before all the other ones close. And obviously, the very last one to close is the one that's going to have the most profit in it because they're going to milk that until, until the very end. But uh, yeah, but but going back to that platinum pass at Universal's, you know, come back with price increase. I mean, you know, it's the same thing like what Disney was doing. And now with if they've discontinued something, uh, whatever park it may be uh, due to covid uh, and now they're bringing it back. It's the perfect opportunity. I mean, we've already seen it with Disney, with all the Disney parks. Um, perfect opportunity if there's something they didn't like in it to change it. Um which is what, you know, a lot of them have done. Now, no matter, at least in, in the United States, if you're an annual pass, you can't just walk in. you got to make reservations now. So you can't, um, I mean, you can walk up, and if reservations available, you can make one, but you can't just walk in, scan your pass, proceed, proceed in. Right. Um, so, I mean. But, <laughs> but I saw that, and I'm like, oh, Disney just did it, and now Universal um, Hollywood. Now it's doing smart. It. It's smart. Yeah. It's the oh, smart yeah. way to go. Exactly. It's the perfect opportunity to do it. And people are still, I mean, you could complain about it all you want, but people are still going to buy it even with the price um, increase. Which, which that's one thing we'll get to it in the pile. I asked and then, uh, okay. Yeah. On the first line in the parks pile. So I'm, I'm going to skip that. I'm, I have a rant to go on on that one, but um, COVID-19 vaccination clinic reopens at Orlando international airport. Um, crazy thing is, so I got my vaccination. They closed it at our local college, and I was like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's right, because they have basketball to play in the gym. They can't have people getting shots." <laughs> like, oh, that's back. a that's a good reason why. Okay, probably, so probably like, okay, yeah. um, but, I mean, so but yeah, that, but that one wasn't down for that long. Um, and I think with the uptake with everything going on as well, it makes sense to um, well, and open your it, Raiders open it back up. Your Raiders, if you go to a uh-huh. Raider game this season, you'll be able to get your first COVID shot um, if you're not vaccinated when you go. Because if you're vaccinated as of right now, that this could change, so don't quote me on it. Um, they're saying no masks for anyone that is um, uh, vaccinated. And if you're not vaccinated, you do have the opportunity to uh get vaccinated while you're there you still will have to wear a mask but they're kind of doing that thing like hey look if you get vaccinated now you'll probably be able to um you know do your thing later on you know you're going to be able to go and uh go to the game the next time after you schedule your own second uh shot 
that's the one thing that people don't like is you have to get your own second job, but it is what it is. Um, but I think that's a lot of places they close them down and people are like, well, I don't know where to go now, but there is a website. So if you go online, you just search COVID vaccine locations, look for the gov websites. Cause I know California, you can actually schedule and do everything on there. So yeah, uh, fingers crossed all of you that want to do it. Yeah. And I looked at, looked it up. Um, I think it was earlier this week. I can't remember why I was on it, but uh, it was all basically all the drug store, drug stores, at least out in my area. The Walgreens, the Rite Aids. Uh, yeah, and uh, like CVS, they CVS. were even like they were like doing the drive-through. I'm like, no, I'm cool, dude. I'm not gonna have you sticking me through the window. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you still have to. I think self to make or it's convenient to make an appointment. And I'm sure if you walk up and there's nobody there it may just take a little bit um to do it but i know my wife's mom works at a uh works at a drugstore and the pharmacist um well she is my uh, wife's favorite she's my wife's favorite and they got her a gift card because she is the best person at what she does (laughs) oh yeah she yeah deals with your what she does yeah she deals with your wife a lot um or at least the company she works for but yeah i mean it's got a and it you know it's not anybody at the pharmacy can give it to you. I think it's like only the pharmacist and maybe a pharmacist tech or whatnot can't just be, you know, the cashier jabbing you because, I mean, take some type of common sense. But pretty much all the pharmacies, um, if they have the vaccine, um, they uh, they can give it to you. So it's good that, that it's at least readily available where in the beginning you had to go to, you know, the vaccination centers or lines or drive-throughs or fairgrounds or wherever it was um, just to get it out. And now there's uh, enough stock out there that they could do it um, at the, uh, at the pharmacies. Yeah. So if you want to do it, everyone's opening back up. Um, so we got two things in the regular pile about Disney cruise lines. One is that they have a mask policy that allows for maskless photos and all guests 12 and older must now be vaccinated aboard Disney cruises. They are not dealing with COVID uh, swabs, but I do believe when you deboard, they do COVID swab you too, don't you? Before you come back to port, even if you're even though even though they're vaccinated, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just more so just contact tracing and whatnot. Because I mean, think about it: you're on a cruise ship, you're out in the middle of the ocean with a whole bunch of these, you know, random people. Um, I mean, you're even before COVID, you're a, a floating petri dish. I mean, how many times have you seen? Oh, hey, this bug or this whatever just swiped through this whole ship, and everyone was just, you know, uh, clogging up. Uh, well, they don't really have a sewer on a ship, but clogging up their their holding tanks because yeah. everyone was throwing up, or depending on what orifice it was coming out of, um, you know, you know. Uh, filling up their their holding tanks but it is funny on the the face mask policy for the photos they did say if you're outside or actively eating or drinking or whatnot um, or outside and maintaining a social distance that you don't have to wear masks uh, or in your stateroom but like if you're walking to the dining room or anything like that or it's enclosed you have to wear the mask but if you're outside on the deck and walking around playing ping pong shuffleboard or whatnot as long as you're you know maintaining the proper distance 
go massless. Yeah. So, but mean, but it is yeah. it is cool because, I mean, you know, I'm sure you've been on cruises. I've been on cruises where you have like, um, you know, the fancy dinner night. You get dressed up and they can take your picture or whatnot, which is a perfect, you know, oh hey, let's take, you know, we won't buy any pictures except for the fancy one because you know we look all fancy and whatnot. Yeah. Um, or it would stink if, hey, you look good, but you got a mask covering your face. And it's like, well, what's the point? So at least they, and, and especially on a Disney cruise, we're going <gasps> to, excuse me, have characters and whatnot there. Or you yeah. can be prone to take a lot more pictures or you will be able to remove your mask. So that was, that was decent. Yeah. And I, I think they realized too, with the experiments in the parks, they know how to handle situations with basically masks indoors and whatnot. So I'm okay with with their little setup they have. Um, oh yeah, this is awesome. So apparently, just so people know, this just broke on ComicBook.com. Um, they're preparing to publish a Star Wars racer and commando combo, plus Star Wars Jedi Knight collection on the PS4 and Nintendo Switch as two separate bundles. So that's kind of cool. Uh, that was just quick. Uh, but now on to the Disney Park pile. So here's going to be my rant. So first of all, make sure you go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. Um, so the Magic Key Passes went on sale today. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm i going to lose some friends probably over this. But I don't care that you got the pass. You guys are acting like it's Oogie Boogie's party, like there's limited amounts. Everyone's posting, I got one. And I'm like, yeah, they sell unlimited amounts of passes. They don't care. I was just kind of like, it was super weird. Everyone posting about it. And even like uh, um, one of the people in my social club, she works there and she was like, well, don't get frustrated. They don't run out. So it, was, it might be some long wait times. And I guess, I don't know if you saw this, they added a loading bar on the bottom of the screen now to tell you where you were at in the line. Oh my gosh. So well, I, I loaded heard... up so you knew. Well, that's good. I heard uh, multiple just on Facebook groups or whatnot. They get all the way through, get to checkout, and then it throws an error and it kicks them out. Like they are like typing in their card number to pay. All they have to do is click one button to authorize payment or submit payment, and they get an error and it bumps them out. So I know a lot of people were frustrated. I didn't see that and before. I, with I, a lot I wasn't of other the, like boogie boogie bashes and uh-huh. um, and whatnot. Or with this one, I noticed it, or at least people were posting about it more. Because I'd be mad, too, if, well, now granted with the passes, guaranteed you could go on tomorrow at, let's just say, 9 o'clock and probably get it in less than an hour. Well, some people were trying to go today to the parks. That's why they were doing it. They were trying to get it because you, oh, you could yeah. use it today, I believe. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no, you could use it today, um, but you could not. And it has to all done be online. You cannot walk up to a ticket window and say, I want to nope. buy a magic key. They will say. I'm sorry, here's the website to go to or go through the Disneyland Parks app or, or the Disneyland app and buy it that way. You could not walk up to a window. And, and certain functions won't work until you actually scan it the first time at the park. So basically, it's not like the old time where it, when you could got the fast passes on the app where you yeah. could actually like sneakily do it when you're kind of you can have someone use your account or whatever. Nothing works until you actually scan it the first time. So Congratulations to everyone who got one. Um, I'm very happy for you, and I hope that you have magical days there. Right. And, I mean, 
like you said, to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, the only reason, this is just me speaking here, um, to get it today is if you were going today. Because yep. there's nothing that, uh, if you get it day one, you get something special that's only for day one. They mm-hmm. said in the beginning, if you get it within the first 66 days, you get the whole package. Um, or, you know, whatever the uh, your little welcome goodie bag, whatever it is. So you have 66 days. It's not like, oh, if you get it day one, you get this charter member thing and this and that. There, there's no benefit in getting day one unless, like you said, you're going to the park that day, which I exactly. know some, that some people did. They Obviously, did, yes. If they were able to get it, you know, within, you know, of the five hour uh, period time for it. So, but there you go. Annual passes, or I'm sorry, Magic Key passes are, are back. on sale. Oh, they're back. on sale. They're new. Yeah. Yeah. There, you, you could get them. Um, you know, and I think even Disney put out a thing that says we're going to experience a high volume on day one. You may want to wait till day two or day three to get them um, if you can. So even they knew about it. But there you go. Got your got your key. Got your keys to get in, or if not, they are available. Yep. Uh, next Disney park pile, we have Love Pop and Pele Soccer coming to downtown Disney District. Um, isn't Pele dead? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Well, his family's making family's making money off of him, so look for those stores in downtown exactly. Disney. And lo- and Love Pop. So, what do you think Love Pop is, or do you know what Love Pop is? I don't. I assume it's one of those pop socket type thingies. No, uh, no, but it's uh, pop-up cards, like Hallmark cards or greeting oh, cards. Oh, and so like and probably it, the ones that have like the butterflies that fly out and stuff. Uh, not the ones that I saw. It was like the like a three D type the card. Three D ones. Like you huh. open it up, and the castle pops up. I'm sure they have, you know, ones like it. But I'm like, love pop. I think of love pop, and I think of like um, uh, like lollipops. Like, oh, that's cute. They got heart-shaped lollipops. No, it's a a greeting card type store. And then Pele Soccer, uh, I that's an interesting one to go in downtown Disney, in, in, uh-huh. in my opinion. Not because it's Pele and not because it's soccer. Well, you know, I'm not saying it, but just because of of it specifically being just soccer. You know, or if it was like an ESPN, obviously in the ESPN zone, you know, they had the restaurant, the TVs, the bar and everything. But then they also had a little sports shop there, too, which had all sports in it. But this one just being a soccer one, I, don't, I, I hope it lasts. I really hope it does. We're going to see very quickly because uh, people don't know that uh, downtown Disney stores, they um, they go quick. If they don't work out. They're gone very fast. Because I'm pretty sure we wanted to try out a store, and when we got there, like a month and a half, two months later, it was gone. So get there while you can. Um, we will be having a Disneyland Resort theme park hour reduced uh, starting in October, which is normal because that's when they start doing a lot of the refurbishments and whatnot. Um, things start to be less, you know, it gets darker sooner, so they can they can shut stuff down faster. Yeah, but it, but it, it is weird because it's I mean it's only reducing from. Uh, like Disneyland is open from until ten o'clock. Gets reduced to like nine o'clock, or maybe it was eleven to ten. So it's only 
one hour. Um, obviously, on California Adventure, when they have the um, the uh, boogie boogie bash there, it closes sooner because they have the private ticket event there. But it was uh, it was interesting to uh, to see that because normally, you know, don't really doesn't happen that often. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see how that why because they might be doing it too for uh, potentially uh, parties and stuff like that too because you got Christmas parties in a lot of places yeah. they'll, they'll rent out rent it out for later hours. So, and I'm very happy to see that the Dapper Dan's are returning to Disneyland next month. We haven't seen them in a very long time. They've actually been doing zooms where they have them in different windows and they do that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and they said it's uh, gonna be an emotional return. So. It sounds like they got big plans for them. Fingers crossed, because they're always fun, and they're actually very, very... They're one of the people that I like because they don't have to talk a certain way. They just have fun, and they'll interact with you all these different ways, so I'm excited for that. Um, And it's a barbershop quartet. Yep. So we will see how they do when they come back. Um, next, uh, fans make their feelings clear as Disney Genie videos receive over 70% dislikes on Disney Parks YouTube channel. We're not going to go back into the, the Disney Genie stuff, but it was expected because people are just mad because they don't, the fast passes are changing. Everything's changing. And what are you going to get mad at? You're going to get mad at the Genie thing. Cause I guess they're changing the disabled person stuff too, uh, how you do it. So you got a lot of people that are freaking out. No, exactly. And I mean, that's how they show, um, you know, whether they you know approve or dislike something is, you know, obviously dislikes on this YouTube channel or they'll um, yep. talk. To, and especially when they sent out, um, you know, that big old long survey, I mean, primarily for the annual passes, but then it had, you know, FastPass Plus and stuff on there at, as well. Um, you know, and, and fast pass when it first came about was a huge deal. You know, a it was free, which is awesome, and b oh, and I don't got to stand in line; I could just come back and do this little fast pass lane. Hey, this yeah, is awesome. So, with you know, with the changes comes this. The only thing I don't um like about it is the pay for the lightning lane um on yeah. certain that aren't included on the Disney plus uh, Disney genie plus uh, I don't like that and I'll be curious to see what that ride list uh, is because that means the only way to um, ride that ride is either standby or you know you're gonna pay pay for it and I think it forces people to shell out the money to pay for it especially if you are only doing a uh, a small window uh, in the park, you know, you maybe only have two days or, or one day in the park and you really want to ride that attraction, but you don't want to stand in a three-hour line. So, uh, anyways, but I just thought it was funny. And basically, like, all the videos, I think there was, like, two or three of them, all had basically... Uh, over 70% dislikes. I think one of them had like 65%. So I just thought that was 
thought that was well. We'll see what happens when it really rolls out because I think people are going to be happy, especially because like this one, it, guests may purchase the Disney Plus, Disney Genie Plus, beginning at midnight the day of their visit to Walt Disney World attraction reservations begin at 7 a.m. So it's going to make things a lot easier on that end. Also harder though because before it was 60 days before you could book reservations for certain things. So we're going to yeah. see because they're probably going to get more reactions to that too. But they're not going to get as many reactions as this one because Disney reaches an agreement with unions. Their unionized cast members will be required to get to be vaccinated against COVID-19. So they literally got bought like two weeks. Two weeks ago, we talked about them being required, the regular people, and now yep. it's res- the, the unionized ones. So, um, yeah, that's, you know... Well, and I mean, I mean, that's big, too, because that means the union has to agree to it. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a reason why, because the union already knows they can't fight this. They can't. That's why the nurses unions aren't even trying to fight it, because they know it's a losing battle. So I expected the unionized ones to do this. I just want to know what the stipulations were and what they're getting kickbacks like because they'll say, oh, you know, we'll we'll put this much more in your guys' union fund or what are they going to do? Because they're not just going to flat out and say, hey, we're all going to do it because there's enough people unionized that they could put a heavy dent in Disney's production. So there's oh, yeah. something we don't know. We'll find yeah. out eventually. But but I mean, it's still I mean, just with, with any union, it's still. um you know, obviously it takes time and you got to come to an agreement on, on everything on it. Like I said, the unions do have um, a good amount of, of power over, you know, kind of the, the employer, whatnot. And it could have been the perfect time to do it and say, hey, you know, why why aren't you as a union mandating them to get it um, anyways? Yeah. With, with the rise in it, that just looks good. Um you know, uh, across the board. So, so we'll see. Uh, and uh, Disney World also has the biometric fingerprint scans have resumed. So I know that they were trying to avoid people touching stuff, but I guess everything's hunky dory now. So I'm okay uh, with, with it. With the weather over there and the humidity, it just kills all the germs. All the it germs. does. Um, and lastly, sadly, this one was depressing. Um, Walt Disney's plane. Has been has seen better days. It's sitting in an open field north of the Animal Kingdom. It has a fence around it, and the plastic is starting to tear off of it. Um, I saw a Disney blogger who saw it, and he asked the people in charge, and they're like, "Yeah, we tried to. We wanted to put it in the Walt Disney um, like archive stuff down in Burbank, but uh, no one wanted to pay for it to get shipped out there. They offered to give it to a museum in florida and they didn't want it so it ended up here is what he said so hopefully people putting pressure on it is going to kind of get someone to do something with it because it is a a huge piece of history because walt used that to fly from burbank to florida to see the parks being built before he passed so it's kind of a huge thing so um uh i i really hope they take care of it and uh, I really hope they use it for some sort of thing. So uh, it's 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 a huge piece of history. Yeah, no, exactly. And the only thing that kind of stinks about it is that they gutted the inside of it. So it's not like how it was when um, Walt flew it. But who knows if they, uh, you know. The inside's gutted. The inside's gutted, they said. 
Yeah, no, that's what I said. Yeah, the insights got yeah. it, so it's not yeah. how Disney um, used it, but no. you know, maybe if they, uh, you know, do the same thing they did with his office because his office, I guess, at, at the studios, they did the same thing. It was not what it was. They redid it to what it looked like when he had the office because they still had his stuff, but they actually transformed it because I guess he had moved out of that office when he had gotten sick and someone else took it and they reverted it back after he passed away, you know, like in the 80s or 90s kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, in his office, it was nobody was in it for like five, seven years after yep. he died. Yep. And then um, Dave Smith, the historian, went in there and documented every single thing, like down to the paper clips and where they were at. And yep. now, when you go on the uh, the studio tour as a D twenty three member, they recreated it down to the the little aspects. I mean, the little um, uh, minute objects on the desk um, on it, and that's how how it was on his last days. Um, in in his office before he passed mm-hmm. away. What I'm hoping is with the plane is, you know, I'm sure obviously they have it for a reason. Um, if they didn't want it or whatnot, they could have scrapped it a long time ago. I mean, yep. you see, you see stuff all the time. Oh, wait, this 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 is kind of, you know, historic to that part of some company, but it's just sitting out here in the junkyard, um, or in the back of a boneyard somewhere. Or with it, I, hopefully they could do something with it, and even put it like on a on a walking tour somewhere where you could, uh, you know, maybe walk into the airplane or like how they do Air Force One and have it uh, recreated what it was like when you know Richard mm-hmm. Nixon was president or something like that. Yeah, um, and and do it like that. So, but I mean, it's cool that they still have it. I mean, it looks like it's kind of at least the the tarps and what I've seen better days don't know what the inside's like hopefully there's no leaks and it's just a moldy mess hopefully but... no leaks and rust man that's all you can hope for right exactly but i mean that's that's walt disney wouldn't of or walt disney world wouldn't happen if it wasn't for that airplane that's 100 percent correct but that is all we have for you this week we thank you guys for being with us mr j what is up thank you for listening and we want to uh, wish you guys all a very happy weekend and happy week. And we will guys will see you next time. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.